Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Experience Our Industry podcast. As you know, I am Dr. Brian Greenwood, and I am excited today to be here with a 2013 graduate of our program, Shalane Hammock. How are you, Shalane? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, I always, I've got that uh, minor league baseball PA announcer uh, uh, wannabe uh, voice, and I, I want to go, Shalane! Hammock, you know? I love it. <laughs> Always keep that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, maybe, maybe that's what I should start doing. I should. You, you, you might have been the first one where I, I felt like I was uh, announcing you at a baseball game. So, uh, hey, but, uh, I'll take it. You'll if you take could it. Announce that if you could be like that at every meeting, that would be perfect. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Maybe I should start doing that. I don't know. My colleagues might start looking at me a little crooked, though. Well, uh, I don't know about that. So, so Shalane is the owner and lead florist uh, for. Or twist floral and event design. So I'm super excited to talk to her about um, about all of the the floral and event design um, uh, stuff that she that she is doing. She's been doing that for the last um, uh, well more than seven years now, um, almost eight years now. And so I know she's got lots of stories to tell. I want to hear all about whether or not she took Melinda Lynch's class. That so many <laughs> so many of our Cal Poly. Uh, uh, RPTA and EIM graduates have have taken over the years. Um, so we'll keep everybody in suspense, Jelaine, about whether or not that's where you got your start. Let's go back a little bit um, before we get to your your days of, of owning a business, and and let's um let's talk about what it was like growing up. Um, where did you grow up? I grew up in Scotts Valley, California. So it's just a little city next to Santa Cruz. So I always say Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz Mountains. Oh, okay. Right on. Beautiful yep. place. A lot it's so gorgeous. beautiful there. Redwoods, a little hippie, a lot yeah. of nature. It's a good place. Yes, 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 yes. I um I I went and saw some live music in Santa Cruz like for the first couple of years that I was uh, that we were in California and I just loved the vibe. It was just such a cool vibe. I went and hung out at, like a coffee shop. I like doing that like the day of a show, you know. I'll go totally. and hang out in the afternoon and work and and I was yeah. just like, I love the vibe here. It's so, Santa it's Cruz, so awesome. They've got all the good coffee shops and they've got the good mix of like really Santa Cruzy. And then you can get like, you know, like a little bit more like modern hipster, I guess you could say. And, right. Uh, um, you know, it's a great, it's a lot of diversity there. I love it. I love it. So what did your parents do uh, when you were growing up? So um, my mom has worked for the state parks, uh, California state parks. She's like a uh, interpretive manager. So she manages the education programs in Santa Cruz district. And right on. she's been doing that as long as I've known 30 plus years. And then right um, my dad worked for state parks for a while, but he retired as the um, parks director for the city of San Jose. And he also was a uh, director of parks for city of Santa Cruz. So no um, way. I can't believe I did not know that. That is really <laughs> awesome. So you had, uh, you had two parents in the bit in, in the biz. And so yeah. uh, when you told him you wanted to be an RPTA uh, uh, major, I'm sure they were like, yeah, right on. Well, we'll have to get to that because yeah. at first I was like, no, I don't want to do that. That's oh, what of, course. <laughs> of course. I, was, I, I had a feeling there might be a story about that. That's uh, that's really awesome. So what were you like? What were you like growing up, Shalane? Did you did you get into arts, drama, sports? What was your what was your jam growing up? Well, mostly sport was sports and then student government. I was kind of like that typical leadership 
event planner, high school mm. kind of leader in a way. I played right. tennis and basketball and I coached uh, youth basketball, did some community service stuff, but ASB mm-hmm. student government and planning homecoming, like that was my big deal. So right I kept on. me real busy. <laughs> right on. Now, any, any brothers or sisters, any siblings? Yeah, I have a little brother. He's about four and a half years younger. He graduated from CU Boulder. Um, and he is a program manager for Santa Cruz, um, about mountain bikes. So he like, he like just finished a pump track there and helps like manage their trail program. It's a cool job. He lives up in the Bonnie Dune area. Right on. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, actually one of the other, um, one of the other pod, uh, podcast invitees works for specialized bikes. I'm going to be talking. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to be talking to her. So, um, uh, Allie Atkinson. So that's, um, um, that'll be cool. Um, yeah, specialized so- was in Scotts Valley for a while, I think, but, mm. um, but you know, I don't know if I forget if they moved or not, but that, that whole, like they were all located there for a long time. Uh, you know, I think they may still be, I, I think they may still be, I haven't talked to her yet. So I'm not, not a hundred percent on that, but, um, but I think that might be right. So, um, let's, let's move on to the college years. So, um, so you, you said there was a story behind a couple of, uh, parks and rec parents. Um, and then you going to Cal Poly, yeah. so I take it. You didn't start out right away as, as a major, as one no. of our majors. What did you no, start out as? I- I started as a business major. Oh, you did. Okay. In fact, I graduated as a business major. And you know, I, I knew that, there was something yeah. weird about your, you know, I knew <laughs> there was something that I should have said different. And I completely <laughs> forgot it, Shalane. You it are one of the much. like rare unicorns at Cal Poly that yeah. somehow was allowed to double major. <laughs> it happened. I got into the double major, was able to double major three weeks before they cut it off. Oh, no way. So, okay. Yeah, it was... So, I've never heard of anyone being a double major. I didn't even know it was possible. Yeah, in fact, in fact, I actually had to look up your records because I was like, does she have this wrong on LinkedIn? And I looked up <laughs> your records and I was like, oh, my God, I've never seen this. And I even asked Dr. Uh, Do- the uh, the other Dr. Drew Greenwood. Yes. And she goes, oh, yeah, they allowed it for a little while. There was like mm-hmm. a, a window where they allowed it. And I'm like, that is awesome. So it you're was- combined. It, it, it's the best combination. Like I started as a business major cause I was like, it's general, which it's not really general, but <laughs> I learned my lesson. It's general, you know, it's, it's not what my parents do. You know, I'll be able to like specialize in entrepreneurship or, mm-hmm. or something like that, marketing, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I did that for, I mean, I was in the program like for about two and a half years, I think before I was like, no, this is not working for me. (laughs) It's not where my passion is. I hadn't reached my concentration courses yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think I met some people through RPTA or maybe, you know, I talked to a couple professors and um, it just, and I had to piece something together. I was either like, I got to change majors. I got to leave Cal Poly. I got to do something. Something, (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I got in three weeks before they, before it was like, gosh, I think it was like June, 2011 and they, they canceled it and they, and they were canceling double concentrations everywhere. It was, I think it was due to like the 2008 budget cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I feel so fortunate because then my friend Chantel after me, um, was not able to double major and she switched completely. Got you. Got you. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's wild. So 
you know, I know you did a lot of things. I like to talk, uh, you know, part of our audience, obviously, is current students. And so I like to talk to, to our podcast um, guests about about their experience at Cal Poly. And when I look at yours, I, I notice a couple of different things. I noticed that you that you uh, studied abroad in uh, at Franklin College, Switzerland, and that's just like a dream of mine to go mm-hmm. to Switzerland. I like can't wait to 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 finally gotcha. visit Switzerland. So so talk about. Um, do you recommend study abroad um, for students? What's your what was your what was your experience like? Amazing, amazing. I like can't I cannot recommend it enough. I. I wish I had gone a year, <laughs> but I thought like a, a semester was already a lot, um, mm-hmm. but it was amazing. Switzerland is actually, um, I have relatives there. So uh, I had been there before, but I never lived there before. And just to like immerse in the culture and to immerse in my relatives culture and then just to travel all the time. I mean, looking back on it, you know, however many years later, 10 years later now and right. You can't do anything like that. It only, you can do it in college. You can go travel for sure, but it's never what it is in college. And so I right. so recommend it. Any student that's even kind of nervous, like a little nervous, just push yourself. You know, you right. just it you'll never forget it. And it was the best experience. It really was. Yeah. And um, and you know, I'm sure those um who have taken um Dr. Jerusha Greenwood's um tourism classes knows that. There's lots of research that says that it does change you. It, it changes your it changes your outlook. Like those Definitely. who have traveled have a different view of the world than those who stay in their little pockets. Yeah, and, it's, so, um, it's so true. Yeah. Like I, I, my parents kind of we grew up traveling, so it was never it wasn't a strange thing for me. It was kind of like um, this is what you do. This is like kind of how you take care of yourself. This is how you maintain a good perspective is yeah. to travel. So. Um, ever since then, I mean, I still, except for during the pandemic, I still try to go abroad once or once every one or two years, uh-huh. definitely travel over the United States, the Western awesome. United States. Um, my biggest trip was to Antarctica and that was life changing. No and I stayed way. when did you do that? Yeah, that was cool. I did it in, um, 2017. I had just quit wow. my full-time job as an event coordinator for the town of Los Gatos cause I wanted to pursue flowers. And I said, Hey, I got this gap. I'm going to go and do what my like high school dream was to go to Antarctica. It was amazing. Wow. I bet. I bet. That was awesome. It's cool. Well, well, so let's talk a little bit more about Cal Poly. Like the other thing that, that, that I noticed and you know, when you said ASB in high school, I'm like, Oh, well she followed that too while yeah. she was at Cal Poly. Um, you know, being the, um, the senior vice president, um, for, for Delta Sigma Pi, I imagine that, I imagine that was a big leadership experience as well. Um, and here, here at Cal Poly. And, you know, that was one of the reasons why I didn't fully change. I I didn't leave business behind and I, and I didn't just only do parks and rec was because Mm -hmm. if I left business behind, I couldn't do the fraternity and I couldn't do those leadership things that really like, um, drive me, you know? And mm-hmm. so, uh, that, yeah, that's why, that's kind of why I stuck with both, honestly. And it was being a leader or mentoring people is just like always something I have to have in my life. And so mm-hmm. I had to find my organization at Cal Poly. I, had I, to love find it. It. <laughs> I love it. So now let's, let's talk a little bit about, uh, about the floral, uh, passion, you know, I mean, I, I see that you were, 
while you were in college, you were, you were a floral assistant and you, but you also were doing events and whatnot. Um, did you take Melinda Lynch's class? Sure did. Okay. Yeah. That, and that was the first thing. So my mom had always told me, especially when I, cause my parents helped supported me through college. And so they, she always told me, especially when I went to RPTA, she was like, take whatever class you want, take it. It's your chance. Like if you think it's interesting, pursue it, do it. And so I was like, well, can I take floral design? And, and she was like, you know, no question. And the yeah. best thing was when I went to RPTA, it counted for it was actually a concentration. Yeah, it's in the yeah. concentration. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it worked out well, but I took her class, learned the fundamentals, just like it was what I looked forward to every week. I remember, you know, she gave us the toolkit and we used flowers grown at Cal Poly. Mm-hmm. And it was, I, you know, I was I've been always like a big nature fan all my life. And my parents know every flower, wildflower out there and all the trees. And, but this was just a different experience. So I kind of felt like it was combining like my creativity and my design kind of eye with like a passion that I love for nature. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And I learned all the fundamentals with her, which I still use those fundamentals today. So, um, and, and that just shot me off from there. I bet. And I, I just love, you know, I told you and, and I, I want to tell, I want to tell our listeners too, you know, um, when we, when we started the podcast, um, we did like a nomination process through the faculty and staff and, and said, Hey, nominate people. And, and now as it, as it's gotten, as it's gotten going, um, you know, I want to, I want to make sure that people know that, um, that I, I would love for, for any of you guys to, to, to recommend people like, don't, don't hesitate to reach out to me. And, and, um, Shalane was, uh, was, was recommended by one of our, our, our podcast guests. Um, and I was just so excited. Um, when, um, when I looked up, when I looked up your information and saw <laughs> that you were an owner and florist of your own, um, of your own, uh, uh, shop and, and, uh, because I, I really wanted to give that shout out to Melinda Lynch and, and the, yeah. the legacy that she, that she has developed, you know, now, in our she, major alone, you know, is she she's still teaching. Yeah. That's she's still teaching. Yeah. She amazing. still is. Yeah. It's so awesome. So, you know, I've been at Cal Poly for 16 years. And so, uh, you know, I know she's been there the entire time that I've been, I've been mm-hmm. there and so or been here. So, um, yeah, so that's exciting. So out of, out of, um, Cal Poly, um, you really dove into the, uh, parks and, and rec world. You follow, you followed your parents' footsteps there Very and, good. um, yeah. Yep, and, um, and so it looks like, um, you know, it looks like your, your internship right out was, was, um, with Los Gatos, right. And then you, and then yeah. you continued with them for a number yeah. of years. Talk so about those years. Yeah. I interned the summer before, like between my, like, I call it my senior and my super senior year because mm-hmm. um, two majors, a little over four years, you got to do. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, interned with them then. And then when it came to do the RPTA internship, they had contacted me and said, Hey, are you interested in coming back? Right. And honestly, in my mind, I was always like, I want to live in Tahoe. This is my time to live in Tahoe. I'm going to do it. Mm. Um, but you know, they pay really well and it was a great internship and I loved it. Um, and I just didn't find the right fit for me in Tahoe. So I ended up in Los Gatos. I wouldn't say ended up. I mean, it was a fantastic experience. So I was an intern, then I was a temporary project manager, then a full-time project coordinator, then a 
full-time, gosh, full-time management analyst. So I really like grew the ranks in my years there and it was such a good experience. And it's, it's definitely just in my nature. It's intuition. Parks and Rec is like part of who I am. I love, love serving the community. I mean, I'm full-time florist right now, business owner, but I wouldn't count going back to local government out you know, right. could, it could happen if the right opportunities there. And right, right. I, I just love, I, I mean, I planned events. I did environmental coordination. I just, there was just so many, so many great things that happened in that town, but it did come to a point where I was like, you know what, it's time to do the business full time. I need a mm-hmm. new challenge, you know? Well, let's talk about that because it was a transition, right? So yeah. you started your, um, you started your business twist floral and event design. You started it um, back in 2013, like right around the time Mm -hmm. you were starting full-time with, um, with Los Gatos, right? So what was that experience like? Um, You know, were were you, were you able to marry both? Like were, were, or or did you have to keep them separate because of um, conflict of interest or how did that all work? And how did that, how did, how did kicking off your business start? Well, yeah, it, so Basically what happened is I did my internship in Los Gatos, like that spring quarter of my super senior year, had Mm -hmm. a lot of work. It was good. Then they wanted to hire me like a full-time temp. So no, I had full-time hours, but no benefits. Um, very government thing to do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, unfortunately, um, yeah. And, and then I think there was a little bit of changes in the department, but I just didn't have that much work. They wanted me full time, but I wasn't feeling challenged. Mm. And so by September I was like, I'm starting my own business. Like, you know, and then kind of thought maybe in a few months I would just be full time with the business. Well, things turned around, started the business in September. I'd say I started booking weddings for that next summer. I probably had around 10 to 12, which was quite a lot for someone who was kind of just, I mean, I took Melinda Lynch's class, which was fundamentals, but we didn't go into wedding design, which is what I focus on. And so I was sort of teaching myself. Um, well, and learn so, about doing, huh? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> learn about doing at its finest. <laughs> that is constantly what a florist does. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, and so then, but then by like, winter my job los gatos was 40 hours a week full-time tons of work super Mm. busy so i floated into wedding season with a full-time busy job and you know pretty much booked i think it was like every weekend of the summer right um which seems like a little bit compared to a full-time florist now but it was a ton with another job so i was working like 100 hours a week not taking care of myself not doing you know, not living, how old was I? 20, 23 year old life. You know, I just, I needed to take care of myself. So after that season, I kept 40 hours a week with Los Gatos, kept really busy, was learning so much there. And I just took weddings that I wanted to take. Gotcha. So I kind of kept myself part-time up until two years ago. And so up until I quit Los Gatos, um, and, and that's what I needed to do. It was the best decision. I still had like content coming in and was still able to get my hands in flowers when I wanted to. Right. But wasn't drowning. 
Right. Right. So, so, so now let's, let's, let's get up to the present. So, um, you know, uh, like I said, uh, owner and lead florist for twist floral and event design and, um, and Shalane, um, serves the Northern California region. So South, um, South Bay area and Santa Cruz County. Is that right? Or or, I probably should update that. So sometimes I (laughs) I thought you were Tahoe. I was like, wait a second, wait a second. Is that, I thought you were Tahoe. I was like, that doesn't sound like Tahoe to me okay yeah but, you know so, you get so carried away with things you forget to update but i do because you told me nevada so yeah. so now so Nevada-Rio. once you started full-time did you move you moved it to tahoe yeah so tahoe. i i uh quit los gatos i trapped went to antarctica i traveled to national parks i got nice. you know once you start traveling you keep traveling so yeah. got that bug out of my system and kind of just decided part of it was trying to figure out where i wanted to move the bay area was just too many people for me I wanted, I love the high, higher mountains. I love mountain lakes. I, that's just like home to me always has been since I was like 12. Um, and so then I ended up kind of, I was like, okay, I'll look in Tahoe and went from Truckee and then drove from Truckee to South Lake, but decided to go through Reno. And I was like, you know what? Reno is a pretty cool place. And, uh, it was way, it's not, it's not a bunch of casinos. It's like a hip little town and so um the biggest little city in america right yeah that's what they say biggest little (laughs) town in america or something like that (laughs) we we sure got casinos but they don't but we also have like just this cutest little midtown area and so much activity so i ended up landing here and then started you know full-time which was basically starting from scratch because it was a new market so that was a little bit hard i was like a little bit more established in the south bay and had Mm -hmm. more connections and so of course pushing myself like out of my comfort zone, going to expos, just like saying, Hey, do you want to do a styled shoot with me? Do you want to, you know, just making those kind of connections and yeah, uh, it was a good experience. And now I have a very, very busy summer ahead of me and a very busy last summer. <laughs> right on. That's awesome. And so I, you know, uh, Shalane and I were talking um, beforehand and, and I, I said it was, it was good timing because on the, the, the front of the slow tribune this morning, it said flower power, uh, florists are thriving that. during the pandemic. More people yeah. are buying flowers and, you know, I, and, and we talked, I'm sure that's been balanced by, um, uh, uh, a very, what I would assume would be a pretty big dip in weddings. And, and, um, um, so while some people might be buying more flowers, I would imagine that the, the, the lack of wedding business can, can, has been a struggle. Yeah. So if you don't mind talking about that, what it's been like to be a, a small business owner in the middle of a global pandemic and, <laughs> and how, how you've uh, weathered the storm, so to speak. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I, like the biggest word is pivot. Like that's all anyone talks about in our industry. And I think I, I primarily focus on weddings and events. I don't really do small deliveries. I don't really do bouquets. Occasionally I'll do it if someone comes to me, but um, financially it makes more sense for me to stay in weddings and events. But when the pandemic hit, those all went away. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the cool thing is the way it works is we book a year or year and a half in advance. So I was still Mm -hmm. taking deposits and that kind of thing during especially the first few months of the pandemic because mm-hmm. I was booking for 2021. Right. Um, but we were postponed. I mean, I, I was postponed. Wedding season starts usually like mid-April and all those postponed till end of July. 
Mm-hmm. And then August 1st, I was so busy every single week- weekend through November. <laughs> right, so, right. Because you said yeah. Nevada is a little more, mm-hmm. well, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Skirt, skirting the guidelines a little bit more. Or, yeah. or maybe the guidelines aren't aren't as strict, I should say. Not skirting the guidelines, but but they aren't as strict. And so there's still a, a few. A little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit yeah. of both. <laughs> yeah, well, right. I found that. So because I serve, I'm in Reno, but I, I mm-hmm. back up. I'm right against like Tahoe. So I'm 20 minutes from Tahoe. So I right. served Tahoe. And Reno, and right. uh, you know the Lost Sierras, Great Eagle, and Gardnerville, mm. and Minden, and out in the country. So awesome. um, I serve all directions. So I found that awesome. all the Tahoe weddings were postponed and canceled, mm-hmm. but the Reno Ranch weddings were a go, oh, which was right. fine because you know right. as a florist, you get in, you set up, mm-hmm. you leave, and so you didn't. I did. I was actually in a really comfortable spot where I didn't have to be surrounded by crowds, especially right. when there was a lot of unknowns still. Right. You, know? you didn't feel like you were exposing yourself or your no. staff or anybody to. Yeah. To right. Right. It was, it was okay. So, so I ended up being pretty busy and there was a lot of, what was cool is there was a lot of elopements and then postponed receptions. Oh. So we would postpone their whole package for next year, but they would purchase bouquets and little things for their elopements. Oh, that right. was like another pivot where I was like, okay, let's just push everything back, but let's add a few things this year. Right. Uh, so there was a lot of that too. And just That's kind of cool. like, yeah. And it's been interesting because I never even thought about the elopement business. I got to admit, you you like uh, you're the first one I've ever thought about the elopement business. Yeah, no, I've got three next week. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's big up here, too. And now people Uh are just starting to kind of specialize in that. And Uh um, and, and, you know, before you're a little stricter about like, hey, I'm not going to deliver unless it's twenty five hundred dollar package or more. And now I'm like, hey, if you want me to deliver, I'll do it for you. We'll make we'll make it happen, you right, know. Right. You, you got to be a little bit more flexible. So of course, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. These, these elopements and backyard weddings. I mean, there's honestly they're so special. Like they're better, yeah. I think, than maybe the big wedding would have turned out. And the brides agree. Like right. Well, I was gonna say, especially where you are, like backyards. You know, yeah. backyards in some yeah. places wouldn't be <laughs> as nice, but backyards in the Reno Tahoe area, the uh, the Sierras legit. are pretty gorgeous. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. awesome, and there's you know people are renting Airbnbs. Uh-huh. In Incline right. Village and getting married with these big views just on the deck right oh, there. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, my office has taken me so many places, which I love. Like it's really I'm um, sure. there's been some good things that have come out of being a business owner in a pandemic, that's for uh, sure. Right. That's awesome. Well, I, I'm glad I, I'm super glad to hear that that you're that you're um doing well and that that um that you're getting you're still getting business and whatnot. And um, you know, I like to I, I like to talk to especially students who graduated uh, or alumni, sorry, just to keep calling you a student, alumni who graduated um, before we made the change to experience industry management yeah. um, so that you kind of understand the direction um, that we're going in. And, mm-hmm. and especially with you with a parks and recreation background and family and parks and recreation, you know, we've not strayed away from parks and recreation. That's one of yeah. the area, one of the areas, but one of the things that experience industry management has done is, is it's just opened up, um, opened up the world to us really, because, um, almost every business in the world is trying to co-create experiences in some way, shape or form. And so I would think you as a, as a florist, I would think that that that's a, a pretty big part of what you do. Is that, 
Is that pretty? Well, I was going to say that's one of my biggest things and almost like a little bit of a passion of mine of being a florist is, um, so I have a, um, a studio in my home or not in my home, but attached to my home. Right. And, um, I just, as a business major, I don't believe in the overhead. Um, but right. you know, if I were to ever become a retail florist, it, I would have to make sure that the retail business had an experience in it mm-hmm. because, that is what everyone craves now. It's what everyone's yep. going to crave after the pandemic is For to have sure. those experiences and to be with people and to create something new. And so For um, sure. I'm not, if I, if, I, I don't have any plans to, you know, be in a retail shop soon, but if I, if I were to, it would be something where there was an experience attached mm-hmm. to it. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it, I just really relate to how you guys have changed the major in that way. Yeah. It's more tangible in a, all my life from high school till now. Everything has to be tangible to me. So right, right. people are going to pay for that. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah. You know, and um, and I, I, I love what you said or what you were saying earlier about uh, in being a business major. You know, you said um, you said you thought it was general and you're like, well, it's not really that general because it, it's yeah. not. It's a, it's a lot of it was, you know, our, our college of business is very product based or or, yes. or was very product based. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we were making the change to experience industry management, we were a little bit worried that they were going to feel threatened. And and you have to get approval from from, um, you know, from different colleges and, and okay. that might be impacted. And they, they did not put up any fight whatsoever. And Good. in fact, like when we were talking to business students that, about experiential marketing, um, they'd never even heard the term right, when we first started talking <laughs> about it in 2016. Yeah. Now, I think they've heard the term now because it's right. become, you know, it's become more in vogue in business circles. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, um, yeah, it really is about that experiential aspect and, 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 and making, uh, co-creating experiences with people. And, you know, uh, mm-hmm. as a, as someone who does weddings, that co-creation of experiences uh, is, can um, can be a very, very, I would imagine it can be a very, very exciting thing, yeah. um, but it can also be a very challenging thing because it is something that it, it is a, a day or a weekend or whatever it is, right? That is yeah. uh, the one of the most special, if not the most special in people's with, lives. With perishables in my hand. <laughs> with perishables in your hand, <laughs> exactly. It's a yeah. little bit of pressure, but honestly, I it's, I think it's the rec major in me. I just like a lot of florists kind of like leave the industry because they don't love working with the brides and it's Mm. overwhelming to them. And they don't love that chaotic (laughs) one day experience. I'm like, bring it on. I love that. They're more plant people and you're, you're, you're people, you're people, people who love plants. That's what I'm an event event planner turned full-time florist who loves the chaos of a day. Right. Organized chaos, right? That is a perfect, that is perfect. That's what you need to be. I would imagine it would be very difficult to be a plant person and then, then realize Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I've got to, I've got to deal with, uh, uh, with groomzilla or whatever. Right. Right. Which is, which, you I know, I there. think people struggle with sometimes, but I love it. I meet so many different people and the, every bride and groom is so different, like yeah. passionate about certain things. Some yeah. people are really like, I want to make sure my flowers are like this. And some people are like, do your thing, be creative. Right. And we they love give you the that. free go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then nice. I can really create like an experience for the bride on that day um, I love bringing out things that are unexpected. I use like, sometimes I use dyed florals. 
I use um, tropical florals. I forage for things that like you wouldn't really see on an arch normally. And then you see it and you're like, whoa, that's so cool. So I love it. That is so cool. It's an experience for them to receive their flowers Uh and, and see their flowers. And I just love that. I, I, I don't think that's why I don't think I could ever just do hand tied bouquets and like sell them for 35 bucks a piece all the time because I want to know what experience they're having on the other end. Right. You want to see that look on people's faces when you, uh, when they arrive and they see it. And, uh, that is, uh, that is super cool. Well, I want to make sure that people, if they want to get a hold of you, they know um, they know where to go. So um, are you still uh, www.twistflowers.com? Yep, that's okay, it. Okay, so twistflowers.com. You know, by the time this uh, podcast comes out, um, they'll have to be... Uh, you, you, um, Shalane will be booked um, through 2022, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, but but give her give her a call or check out. She has some really amazing pictures on on the website. Just uh, just uh, just amazing. And so we thank you so much for your time today. Um, really appreciate it. Um, had so a blast. Fun. Yeah, I had a blast talking to you. And um, and uh, yeah, next time I'm um, up in the Reno Tahoe area, I'll have to look you up and come say hi. We can, we'll meet up at a Tahoe beach and uh, you know get the right tahoe sierra nevada adventure (laughs) there you go i love it i love it thanks so much elaine thanks bye bye